This is Bill and Matt, and you're listening to the Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. Welcome to episode six. What do we got today, Matt? Well, uh, actually, you had a, a really interesting uh, question asked of you uh, here recently, um, and I, I just kind of want to talk about that today, you know, and, and the question was, why should we waste our time in church in the first place? Yeah, and you know, it, um, it was hard to come up with an answer at the time. Yeah. I had to really, I had to really think about that because it was coming from somebody who grew up in the church. Hmm. So I thought, well, you should know the answer to that. And, um, he has fallen out of the church and he just got away from it. And unfortunately he had a bad experience in his church or not one, mm-hmm. but he didn't feel like the stuff, um, that he was learning as he grew up aligned with his current beliefs. Huh. So he felt like the church wasn't for him. So instead of looking for a new church and learning new things, he just decided church isn't for me. Huh. So knowing all of that, I didn't have a good answer for him. Yeah, that's really interesting. And and uh, I think we probably all have some reasons that we didn't go to church or that we maybe we've all asked that question at some point of why do I go to church? Really, that it's a it is a big question. And, and having grown up in the church, I think the answer for a long time for me was, oh, well, that's just what you do you just go to church on Sunday morning or Wednesday nights or whatever. So that's what we want to dive into today is what's the point? Why are we, uh, why are we going to church? So let's talk a little bit about what we mean by church itself. So the biblical definition of church is the gathering of believers that comes out of a few different places. Uh, Jesus talked about it. It's talked about in the new Testaments by some of the disciples and, uh, in, in their letters and whatnot. So, that that's what we're talking about is the gathering of believers. So, um, typically we're talking about doing things like getting together and we worship through song or we pray together. Um, we listen to sermons, we have Sunday school discussions, all that kind of stuff. So that, that's kind of the umbrella view of what we're talking about when we say going to church. Sure. And I look at it as fellowship with people. Going to church is about, like you said, it's the gathering of believers it's about the just being together as mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And in doing that, when you have a group of people together like that, there are some things that need to get taken care of mm-hmm. in the church. Um, so, you know, there is serving as an, as an act of worship. Yeah. You know, you and I work in the sound booth in the, in the audio visual yeah. department. We serve our church by making sure that everything is working properly, yep. that everybody up on stage can be heard. Right. By making sure that the words are up on the screen mm-hmm. and it's not a distraction to everybody. Right. I serve on some Sundays playing the drums. Yeah. And, you know, all of that for me, you know, outside of church is a hobby, is fun. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy doing that. I just enjoy having fun with that. And mm-hmm. I'm able to do that wholeheartedly because I enjoy it so much. And I can do it as an act of worship, mm-hmm. or sometimes I can do it as an act of worship to me. Right. <laughs> I can worship. You know, oh, look at me. Uh, right, I'm up here right. on, on stage. I'm playing drum. No. But, you know, I've got to remember <laughs> it's not about me. And then, you know, regarding the gathering of, of believers, it's checking in on your friends, your brothers and sisters um, in the church, making sure that you're being a good friend, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that you're holding them accountable sure. for the things that they've asked for accountability on and, and making sure that, uh, you know, we're helping outside of, you know, if somebody needs something, we're, we're there to 
to make it happen. We've had that experience um, of people helping us over the mm-hmm. years in church. Um, we've been able to help other people. So um, it's really just uh, um, about, it's not just about, but it's it's about fellowship with people and having those relationships. Absolutely. And, and you know, the thing that we want to make sure that it's not about is the location, the mm-hmm. building. Yeah, that's really not what we're talking about, about going to church. Now, it does so happen to typically take place in a building, uh, although outdoor worship is a thing. Um, but when we talk about location, it, it could be uh, a big church or big mega churches um, in Houston, where I came from and grew up. Um, you know, our church has you know multiple buildings on a you know big, a pretty good sized campus, and and so it can look like that. Um, but you know, you look internationally. Uh, something that you're that we see a lot of is house churches, where people, you know, maybe a couple of families get together and they do church in somebody's house. Um, could be for a number of reasons. Uh, one of the big ones, you know, church is illegal in some places. Mm-hmm. And so you have to meet in somebody's house because you can't have a big church on the corner uh, like we do here in Texas. You know, there's a there's a Baptist church and a Mexican restaurant in every corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do that in places, in, in other places. And in fact, I've got some friends that um, serve overseas that have run into that issue and they've had to come in as... Um, uh, as teachers and just to get their foot in the door so that they can tell somebody about Jesus. And, and so really interesting to hear about that dynamic, but, but they do a lot of that, of, of meeting in homes and, you know, it could even be, uh, here on the state side and in places where it's not a hostile environment, small discussion groups where you meet in homes or you go to a restaurant or a coffee bar. But I, I do want to make sure, and we want to make sure that it's not about the building. It's not about the location, but it really is the gathering of believers and the gathering of people together. That's, well, that's what it's all about. Right. And, and the overarching thing though, while it is about the gathering of believers and, and, and everything, we've got to remember that it's all about Jesus. Right. You know, that's right. the main thing we've got to make sure we're focusing on, um, and not letting it get to be, uh, too, earthly yeah uh, right. yeah it's not right. about it's not about us it's not about us as people but why are we there yeah um is is the overarching thing exactly for sure you know let's be real we've got the internet we've got access to a lot of things why do we actually need to go to church why do we need to get with other people um yes the answer is you sure you can get all this stuff somewhere else there are podcast sermons everywhere everybody's got their thing i mean we've got our own podcast we're just a couple of dudes <laughs> um so here you go although we i wouldn't call these sermons uh i hope they're Definitely not, sermons. not no yeah, i don't think no. so i we're hope just, not yeah if they just, are let us know and we'll we'll have to make some changes yeah yeah um so uh but but you can you can find podcast sermons or on youtube all that stuff um people who are talking about god you can turn on the radio and there's a bunch of christian stations you can I don't know. Are CDs still a thing? I know you can download MP3s and, you know. Uh, of, I mean, of, records came back. Uh, that's true. Yeah, they came back. CDs will come back around. Probably yeah. cassette tapes and A-Tracks too. I bet they will. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you can <laughs> you can get um, songs in, in all kinds of different formats. You can pray, but, but you're missing one key aspect, and that is being together with other people. Right. Right. So, regarding um, Bible verses again, y'all don't, don't get scared. It's just a little bit of words yep. I'm going to read. Um, <laughs> but um, Hebrews 10, 
24 through 25 says, And let us consider how to spur one another on to love and good deeds. Let us not neglect meeting together as some have made a habit, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. We could go into a lot of detail on that, um, you know, regarding what the day approaching is and everything. And Mm -hmm. that's another podcast. Right. Um, But the point of this verse right now is that, you know, we need to spur on one another to love and good deeds and then not neglect meeting together. Mm-hmm. And then we need to be sure we're encouraging one another, yeah, uh, helping each other, lifting each other up. Biblically, we're supposed to get together. It says it right there. We're going in order to talk about God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we want to and need to learn more about Him, mm-hmm. what it means to live a Christian life, and that's been the point of our whole podcast, right? Yeah. People are going to learn what it means to live a Christian life, but people aren't living a Christian life. Right. Uh, they're right. they're skewing what the Bible says, what God says. Um, they're judging. They're being mm-hmm. hypocrites. All the other issues that we've been mm-hmm. talking about, they've, they're focusing on the rules and rituals. We've got to make sure that we're going and we're learning the right things. Yeah. And again, we're encouraging one another in that. Right, right. And we're holding each other accountable. Um, anyway, I, I got off on maybe a, a, a future discussion here in the, in later in the podcast, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, that's just an important topic that we need to make sure we're focusing on. So we'll be coming back around to that. But um, um, <laughs> but learning about God can be in, you know, discussion form in Bible mm-hmm. studies in Sunday school or as sermons from the pastor or any other time. If you're in the foyer and you're talking to somebody right. about the sermon, right. you know, that's all good things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're making sure to talk with fellow believers about God. We're learning from our pastors. We're learning from our Sunday school teachers. Mm-hmm. We are learning, worshiping, serving. It's it's all encompassing uh, as to what the point of it is. Yeah, and and the thing that that you miss when you go the technology route and you're just listening to stuff on on a podcast or YouTube or whatever it may be is you is you miss out on the fellowship aspect of it. Um, it's so important to um, to do life together, and you really can't do that if you're not together if you're not physically together i mean we do have you know, zoom and facetime and all that stuff but uh, I, I don't know about you bill but when i am talking to somebody even over one of those where i can see them it's still not the same um it's still not it's the not. same as being in person and you, you there are just so many little cues and stuff you pick up on it you're you're just it's tough to do life together um well think about when when COVID hit and um, all of the Sunday school classes went to Zoom. Oh, yeah. They dropped, so many people dropped from that. Right. Um, one, maybe they didn't understand how to use Zoom. Sure. Um, or two, what's the point? Because it doesn't have that same mm-hmm. um, intimate social mm-hmm. feeling right. of being together in the same room. Right. Um, Matt, you and I meet together uh, virtually every day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Virtually every day. We meet together virtually on Zoom. Every day, mm-hmm. almost, is what I meant by virtually, but it works both ways. <laughs> right. Um, and it's not the same as when we're in the same room doing the podcast. Right. You know, uh, we, we talk about some good things, but um, uh, you've got to be together in the same room to have that same feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another aspect that you miss is serving. You know, one of the things that we are supposed to do and, and should want to do is to help each other out, whether it's through tough circumstances or there are just jobs that need to get done. 
we're supposed to help each other out and serve mm-hmm. each other. I mean, you mentioned earlier, we serve in the sound booth and, and tech, I should call it the technology booth. We've got yeah. a lot more than sound up there oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's growing. But, uh, but we, you know, that, that's the one way that we serve on Sunday mornings. Um, but we also help each other out. We go on mission trips, that kind of stuff. You really can't do that unless you're together, unless you're physically present. Um, and, and the, the last aspect is that, we're in this day and age where we're more connected than ever. You know, we've got Facebook and all these social media, YouTube and all that stuff. But there's so much more loneliness and isolation today. I'm not going to say because of those things, but it's interesting that when we have all these things that connect us more than ever, we also have this overarching feeling of loneliness and and uh, higher depression rates and that kind of stuff because we're not actually connected. Sure. Yeah, when, when, again, going back to, you know, everything COVID, that proved it. Um, when families couldn't get together. Yeah. When when we couldn't go see, you know, our parents because mm-hmm. we had to be careful because they're high risk. Right. Um, and I was talking to a constable friend that, um, you know, I asked him what it was like out there. And he hmm. says there is more suicide rates. There's more depression. Mm-hmm. There's more drug use. There's more alcoholism. Yeah. He said it got so crazy out there because people were so isolated yeah. that um, they, I mean, almost almost literally went crazy and, and didn't know how to deal. So they went to substances and, mm-hmm. and or, right, you know, uh, right. just, just all these different things that um, isolation is the, the big reason behind. Yeah. And, and so that's one of the, the big aspects that you miss when you don't go to church, when you don't go to a setting where you're actually physically gathering together is, is you're not getting that interaction. You can't Mm -hmm. connect in the same way if you're not physically present. So that's, that, that's one of the big, big things that you miss out on if, if you're not there. Right. But going back to the accountability side of things, you know, thinking about your relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I'm, I'm talking to those right now that have said, um, yeah, I'm a, I believe in Jesus. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I've been saved, but I don't go to church. Right. The question I have for for those people are first of all, Jesus calls us to continue to grow in him and mm. and to learn about mm. him. So my question would be are you actually doing that? Where's yeah. the accountability for right. you? Right. Um if you're not actively at least once a week on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. opening your Bible then where is that accountability for you to do it any other time of the week? It's hard sure. enough for people who go to church regularly to open their Bible yeah. any other day of the week. Right. So so there's got to I think there's got to be that accountability. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to get by with things if all of your communication is via text or mm-hmm. phone calls. Yeah. Um, if you don't see people in person, mm-hmm. how do you know how they're actually feeling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I can speak to that um, for sure. When I was in college, I had a guy that he was my youth pastor in high school. But uh, when I went off to college, he and I stayed connected and, and, and actually became more friends uh, after that. And and we set up some accountability things and, and trying to, part of it was staying in touch and, and just staying connected. But, but he also wanted to help me grow. And and as I moved into adulthood, we had that kind of good relationship, but I can tell you there were lots of things that we never talked about because I can get away with it because I was in college station and he was in Liberty Mm -hmm. and all of our communication was over text. And I saw him maybe a couple of times while I was up there. Um, he came to visit a couple of times and when I went home, we'd see him, but 
but I can speak personally to that. I mean, I, I, there were plenty of things that I was dealing with that I that never came up in our accountability talks because mm-hmm. it wasn't the same. If I had to look him in the eye and tell him, it'd be a lot different. Sure. You look somebody in the eye, you can say, wait a minute, what are you not telling me? Exactly. You, there's, there's, um, uh, and maybe you don't want that. Maybe, maybe somebody listening to this doesn't want somebody to know mm-hmm. what they're actually feeling. Yeah. Um, I think if you can't vocalize to somebody in person the things that are bothering you, then you're pinning it all up, and mm-hmm. it's, that's not healthy. That's mm-hmm. not good for you at yeah. all. Yeah. So I think um, I think this is uh, even if you don't go to church, I think it's important to have somebody that you don't live with that you need to see regularly. Yeah, because you're more likely to talk to them outside of. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of your your marriage or your kids mm-hmm. that maybe don't even need to know about the stuff that's bothering you sure um, but it's important to have some kind of accountability from somebody in person to that end church is very important for that yeah um, and our podcast is about church you know we're, we have to uh, make sure because we are Christians because we love Jesus we have to make sure that you understand the point of all this is ultimately Jesus Mm -hmm. is ultimately God and having a relationship with him and doing his will here on earth and going to heaven. Right. Right. I mean, that's, and if I were to basically summarize that, Mm -hmm. then, um, that'd be what it'd be about. But our focus for this particular podcast is on the church and why it's important and the misconceptions people have about Mm -hmm. it. And I want to make sure that, um, everybody has, that kind of relationship with people. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I can just speak from a personal story um, of, and, and I've mentioned this before a little bit in, in different episodes, but when I, uh, in my young adult life, I, I fell out of the church. I had some, some time there where I wasn't totally convinced, I guess, that this was the right thing. I had some sin issues that I was dealing with that, um, honestly, I was embarrassed about and didn't want to have to talk about. And so, well, you know, maybe I'll just stop going to Sunday school and connecting with people. And then that turned into, well, I don't really know anybody at church, so I'll just tap into the live stream and I'll, I'll go every so often. And eventually I was only going on basically Christmas and Easter and when I was with family. So that's what it led into. Even having grown up in church, I went down that path and I fell deeper into those sin issues. It turned, it just... It's like a snowball effect. I mean, it, it just got bigger and bigger until eventually God got a hold of me through my now wife um, and and helped me get back on track. But but during that time, I mean, my health got out of hand. Um, I uh, mentally and physically in that regard, and and just I just wasn't in a good place. You know, you could from the outside looking into my life, you could say, oh, well, he's doing all these things. He's got a good job and he's taking care of his finances and and house and on blah 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 all those things, but but I wasn't right. I wasn't mm-hmm. right. When when Rachel and, and I did talk through everything and I was getting back into church and all of that, things turned around. And it's not that going to church, you know, God, you know, snapped his fingers and, okay, everything's great again. But being in church, having that community, having the fellowship, the accountability, all of the things that come with it is really what helped me turn that around. Now, what's put me at where I'm at now where... You know, not saying that I've I've got it all together because I because I don't and that and that's I don't want to put that off, but but I can definitely tell you that church had a big impact on where I'm at now. Um, 
mentally, physically, spiritually, all of those things. Being in church was an important part of that for me. Without church, we wouldn't have met and we wouldn't be doing the podcast. That's Look true. There you go. There you go. Case in point. Another good reason for church there. That's right. Uh, what about the people who've not been going, who've never been to church? Um, mm, yeah. I, I want to ask, what would we say to those people? That's a harder question to answer. Yeah. Um, but I have that experience because I didn't go, grow up in church. Sure. And my wife actually had to remind me of what kind of started my path hmm. to going. Um, I was listening to another podcast or another, or it was a radio show mm-hmm. a while back. And, you know, Jesus was sprinkled in there a lot. And I, and I appreciated everything else aside from Jesus that he was saying. And, and so I listened intently. Yeah. Um, and that helped me in several areas of my life. But at the time I was playing in a band, I was out every weekend partying, mm-hmm. drinking, uh, smoking, doing whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. And it was quote unquote fun. Mm-hmm. Um, to do that, of course the hangovers the next day weren't fun, but uh, <laughs> sure, everything sure. else was fun. I thought at the time and that, that went on for, for many years mm-hmm. when my wife decided to start going to church was after we had our daughter and she, she of course grew up in the church. We've mm-hmm. talked about that. Um, but she fell out as well. She kind of had the same story as you, Matt, falling yep. out. And and, and uh, she was dealing with some sin issues. And, and, and we had our daughter. And um, she wanted to start going to church. And she'll remind me. She says, you know, it was free daycare. You know, she got an hour break. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't going to church still. So that continued for, for a little while. And then um, I started kind of thinking about it and... and thinking I wanted to try to try it out and see, because mm-hmm. I was searching. Yeah. My, my head was spinning with different things, and I wanted to try it out. I needed some consistency in my life, and I sure. didn't have any at the time. And when I started going, it was hard, but mm-hmm. I could see my life getting better. Yeah, I could see that accountability kind of sitting in. God started working on me, and he started, I think, trying to point me in the right direction. Things on the, the party side of life started getting harder, mm-hmm. more complicated, it got worse before it got better, unfortunately. I'm going to give you that disclaimer right up front. Hmm. But that was on me, and that was on that was on God saying, enough is enough. I'm yeah. going to get you into a position where you're going to feel like you have to quit. Hmm. And when you almost lose your marriage over stupidity. That's an eye-opener. Yeah. yeah. So I was able to see, okay, I got to get out of this. Yeah. And I did, and uh, started focusing on the church more. In fact, I told a band, I quit a band. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting out of the bars. And hmm. I played my last show, and he announced to the crowd, Bill's going to go play for Jesus. And I kind of went, eh, not really. <laughs> um, but okay, if you want to say that. Yeah, um, yeah. So he announced it was my last night and, and all that. And, hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, I guess over time I did start going to play for Jesus because I mm-hmm. play in the church now. And, yeah. and I did want to try to, you know, I thought, well, I want to play music. Um, maybe Maybe I'll try to find a Christian band to go play with. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story, but um, <laughs> but now I get to play in the church, and I still play in the bars sometimes. Yeah. I'm not saying that's um, a horrible thing, mm-hmm. but I now have some accountability for everything that I'm right. doing. So, absolutely, absolutely, and that's and that's so huge. It's it, to have that to have that accountability to have that within your family. And it's interesting that for both of us, our uh, our wives are what helped us get back into church or get into church for the first time that mm-hmm. those relationships are what did that. Um, so, so there's one other group 
that I want to talk about a little bit. And that is the group that has lived a pretty good moral life. They've, they've checked all the boxes. You know, the, that I haven't killed anybody mm-hmm. kind of group. Um, and I'm a good person. I haven't killed anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, you know, why does that person need to get into church? And I, and I think we've got a lot of good reasons for that, <laughs> but sometimes it's hard to articulate. I mean, you already got your stuff together, right? You're already doing things the right way. Um, what's the benefit of church? You know, we talk about accountability. Well, I mean, you're, you're kind of already doing things well. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about learning about God while well, you're, 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 you seem to be doing the right thing. So, so what is it? What's the, what about that person that is quote unquote good enough? Um, why, why do they need to be in church? We talked about this one for a while yeah. and this was a tough one to, to really try to, like you said, articulate. That's a good word because Here's what we've realized over the years. People who don't know Jesus mm-hmm. don't care to know Jesus. Sure. And people who don't know Jesus, who don't care to know Jesus, feel like we're pushing Jesus on them. Sure. That's one of the things about hypocrisy, um, the pushy salespeople, you know. <laughs> right. The, 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 I don't remember if we've talked about them or not yet, but the Jehovah's Witnesses and the, and the Mormons mm. who come knocking on your door. You right. Know, those type of people who associate themselves with Christians, and that's us being judgy, but there's reasons behind it, and it's it's a whole other podcast, so <laughs> don't don't be too too harsh on us for that. But you've seen them, you know who we're talking about, and you don't like them. You mm. you think they're pushy. You think we we think they're pushy. Mm. We don't like them when they come to our doors. And of course, I'm saying that speaking for myself. <laughs> I think Mark, uh, yeah. Matt's on the yeah. same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's hard to say. How do you? It's hard to answer that question. How do you tell somebody who thinks they're just living a great life and doing everything they need to do? How do you convince them that church is important? I think it goes back to the biblical definition of the church being mm-hmm. the gathering of believers. Yeah. The key word there is believers. Yeah. If you don't believe in Jesus, if you don't believe he is the son of God, then what's the point? Right. And unfortunately, I don't think there's anything we can do to convince you. You know, we can tell you about him. We can tell you about the gospel. We can show you in the Bible where he did all of his miracles that were witnessed by hundreds of people that were written down and that have survived thousands of years of of literature. The Bible being the number one selling book in the world. Right. The Bible being the number one stolen book in the world. (laughs) But we can't convince you we can't say you need to go to church because you need jesus um and because you need to be in the gathering of believers and i think that's the that's where it gets hairy and i'll and i'm gonna say i disagree with that um because uh, living living good life and not doing anything wrong goes back to uh, episode, I believe it was episode five, when we talked about the rules to get into heaven. And it's not about the rules. It's about Correct. relationship. And I think that's where, you know, the the people that try really, really hard to live a good life and do good things and, and, and you know, not hurt anybody and all of that stuff, you're having to work so hard mm-hmm. to, to try to do all of the right things. And that's not what it's about. And so if I could, if I can get a message to that group today is 
you're trying really hard to do all the right things and that's good and admirable and, and you're a good person and I'm not going to knock that. But if you're, if you're target seven and, and you want to know about that, let me talk to you about this Jesus guy. And it doesn't mean you, you know, we talked about, about this before that you don't have to be in church to be saved and, and all of that. It's about the relationship, not the rules, not being there every Sunday, but it is about the relationship with him. And it is about your belief in him, that he is who he said he is. And rather than trying so hard to do everything just right, I'd love the opportunity to talk to you about who Jesus is. And I, I think getting in church and hearing about this Jesus guy, you're going to see that it's not about, you don't have to try so hard to be perfect because you're not going to be, nobody is. You don't, you don't have to put all your effort towards that. You can focus on that relationship and, and you'll change. You will change. Mm-hmm. You'll want to mm-hmm. do things differently. We've talked about that before. Both of our lives have changed a lot since we got back into church and since we grew that relationship with Christ that we we developed into different people and our desires changed and all of that. Mm-hmm. But that's what I would encourage for the person that says, I'm good enough, I haven't killed anybody. Mm-hmm. Come check it out because you're probably having to work way too hard for, for trying to earn something that you just can't do. Right. And, and you know, as we said in the beginning of this portion of the conversation. Um, yeah, this is hard to articulate. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, and I agree with you completely mm-hmm. about that. I think what I meant to say is I can't tell the unbeliever, Hey, you need this guy yeah. and I can't make you believe it. Right. So right. it's not, it's not that I can't tell you that I can absolutely tell you that, mm-hmm. but I can't make you believe it. it it's tougher so, because you're already doing the right things. It, it's right. T- it's tougher to, to make that case. Right. But, but if you are that person, I encourage you to check it out. Um, and you know, shoot, shoot us a line on, on Facebook or email or in the show notes or something. And we'll, and I would love to get with resources on that to, to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Cause it, cause it is a tough conversation. It really is. It really is a tough conversation. And you'll hear in going to church sermons from pastors about how a Christian should lead, lead a Christian mm-hmm. life. Yeah. You'll hear sermons, uh, about how the, uh, the unbeliever needs Jesus and needs mm-hmm. to believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes more so than you'll hear the pastor talking to the Christians. Sure. Um, and and my wife and I kind of talk about that too, that sometimes we feel like pastors are, are talking to the unbeliever too much because mm. there's not as many of those in the church as right. there are believers. Right. So that's an ongoing discussion and the pastors need an audience to talk to. So the unbelievers need to be coming to the church, <laughs> right. um, but that's where we're at too. We're, we're trying to clear up things, the misconceptions about what's going on with the church yeah. that is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we, we, this has been the whole past five episodes so yeah. now, six uh, episodes of that mm-hmm. and why you shouldn't just shut it down and say, no, I'm not doing that yeah. because it's a bunch of hypocrites and rituals and rules and, and right. intolerance and yeah. all of these different <laughs> things that we've already talked about. So yeah, I agree. And, and when you do that, when you start trying to seek it out, mm-hmm. um, seek out Jesus, seek yeah. out God, try to understand what you don't currently understand. Right. That's when God starts working on you. Yep. So it's not us trying to say, Oh, you need to believe this. I'm going to, push it on you until you do mm-hmm. it's give it a shot mm-hmm. check it out absolutely <laughs> and let god do his work yeah absolutely i i completely agree and and let him jump in there because that is that is what it's all about um 
that, like you said, this is, this is why we're here. I mean, the name of the podcast is simplifying Jesus and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to simplify it down. It's not about all these things that we've turned it into and made it. It's about that relationship. Right. That's what, that's what matters. Right. Like you said, it's about the relationship. So, um, you know, that's much more important than going to church. Yeah. Um, but to grow that relationship church is important right. and you've got to get past all these misconceptions mm-hmm. in order to want to do that. Right. And Jesus is where salvation starts. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we're going to try to do this every episode in some kind of format. Um, and, and just talk about what, what it takes to be saved according to the biblical definition. And, and we just break it down to the ABCs. A is admit that you're a sinner. Admit that you're not perfect. Even for the person that's, that's done all the right things and, and has been a good person you've messed up somewhere along the line. I guarantee it. And I, I can say that for sure because everybody has, everybody's got their thing, their issues. Um, the second thing B is believe that Jesus is God's son. Believe he is who he said he is, that he lived a perfect life. He died. He came back. Um, he's going to be coming back to again. And so, uh, and again, we'll, we'll talk about more about that in other episodes, but just believe that Jesus is who he said he is. And finally, see, confess your faith in him that you understand because I'm a sinner, because Jesus is who he said he is, I'm going to put my faith in him for my salvation. That's where we're headed. That That's what it takes to be saved. And so, again, I'm going to encourage you, whichever track you're on, whether you were in church and fell out of it like I did, maybe you've never been to church like Bill, or you're somebody that's just lived a good life and never tried out church. I encourage you to to dig into this. Check us out on it and, and mm-hmm. make sure that make sure that we're, we're putting the right message out there. But it really is that simple that it's about that relationship. Right. We can't stress that enough. The relationship is is so important. And, uh, you know, our fellow believers, our fellow Christians, our Mm -hmm. fellow churchgoers, whatever you want to call everybody, that accountability piece is so important to help with that. Absolutely. And make sure everybody's learning the right things. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to wrap it up with our favorite section of the show from the outside looking inside looking out. So my portion is the outside looking in, and that's because I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't start going to church until about 10 years ago, as of this recording. Yeah. Um, and I was baptized about nine years ago. So my outside looking in perspective on why we do church is for relationship. Relationship with fellow believers around us, uh, relationship with Jesus, and just an overall accountability on the things yeah. we're supposed to learn. Now, before I started going to church, I was a complete introvert. I didn't like people mm-hmm. at all. And that was one of the things that made me not want to go to church. Yeah. Not only all the stuff I heard over the years about uh, the intolerance, the rigidity, the mm-hmm. hypocrites, the, uh, the not wanting to get up in the morning right. on Sunday morning, all the excuses in the world. I just didn't like people. <laughs> I just didn't want to... Uh, I didn't want to hang out with a bunch of people who thought they were better than everybody else. Yeah. Or, you know, in, right. in, from my perception, um, once I took that step, that mm-hmm. leap of faith, I went to my first Sunday school class, which was awkward as I'll get out. I, it was, <laughs> I, I didn't like it. I'm like, I don't know what you're telling me here. I don't understand this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of you people. Once I took that leap of faith and dove into it, it was eye opening yeah. to me. And now I crave time with people. Hmm. Now I want to be more around people. In fact, we we host a, a fellowship dinner here at our house yep. um, uh, once a month. And uh, last time we did it, we had twenty five people here. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was fantastic. It was we, awesome. You know, and where I would have been overwhelmed with that in the past, I love it now, mm-hmm. and uh, wouldn't change it for a thing. That for me was a huge step 
Mm-hmm. And and that's that's why I think we do church. Yeah, and and from the inside looking out perspective, you know, having grown up in the church and and seen a few things, I think one of the things that's real important um, is that the church actually does matter. It matters to go and and be a part of that gathering of believers, like we talked about, and it's about. You're not only about worshiping together and serving together and all of that, but just doing life together. And that that, that physical interaction of, of being there together um, makes a difference in your ability to hold people accountable, for people to hold you accountable to what you say you want to do, um, what you're going to get out of it. You know, if you're watching a sermon on YouTube, um, you know, how, how much are you really paying attention versus if you're in the room? And, and so that, that level of accountability as well. And just uh, just doing life together and, and lifting each other up, being encouraging to one another, um, all of those things is so important in the context of being in church and, and being together. And you know, like, he, like you quoted earlier, don't neglect gathering together. And this is why, is, is that to do life together, to grow together spiritually, um, to grow our personal relationships and our relationship with God, doing it together is the way to do it right yeah we um we we thrive so much more when we have a group of people around us that have the same interests Mm -hmm. um that uh, we know that uh, love us and we love and we're we're watching out for each other and and it's just it literally changes your life yeah and and i think god literally changes your life but he changes your life through people yeah and 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 through different uh um better uh, more, let's say, wholesome activities. Sure. Right. Uh, you know, um, that's going to do it for this episode. We went a little long this time, but uh, mm-hmm. we hope uh, it was informative, and and uh, we're we're loving doing this. Yeah, uh, hope you're getting a lot out of it, and uh, hopefully, it will lead you to a church in your area that that you enjoy and that you have found some people that that you will be able to grow with yeah absolutely we encourage you guys to uh check us out on facebook at facebook.com slash simplify jesus or the website simplifyjesus.com we're going to have all kinds of content and good stuff going on there for our ongoing and upcoming projects and whatnot so we are excited go uh, go check us out that's right y'all have a great day we'll talk to you soon